Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to British Atlantic's interviews, where we get to know the people behind and in front of the creative industries. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists and musicians. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook as Electric Kiwi. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcin Avelli from Canada, a man who wears many hats literally and figuratively. When I'm not releasing music under my own name, I'm producing and mixing records for other artists. Speaking of which, if you'd like me to produce your next album or song, just get in touch. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, and Spotify, which are all my name, Marcianovelli. M-A-R-C-I-O-N-O-V-E-L-L-I. That's how it's spelled. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> uh, we're also excited to share that we've made some significant upgrades to our Patreon page. And we invite you to become an official patron of the show to help us uh, keep things going and growing, keep that heart pumping and all that good stuff. <laughs> Perks include early access to content, sponsored ads at the start and end of our shows, as well as your chance to co-host an episode alongside us, your two favorite co-hosts, presumptuous, but we hope. Hopeful. No, wishful thinking. Yeah. 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 We're putting it out there and hoping mm-hmm. it becomes Put true. Put it to the universe and comes back at you, maybe? Yeah, all that crazy We stuff. hope so. <laughs> we hope so. Uh, we've also got official BTA shirts available to purchase on our website. I'm uh, sporting the navy and Marcio's sporting the charcoal today. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a link to them in our show notes, so go and get them. And if you use the coupon code BTA Rocks, you'll receive 10% off your purchase as our little way of saying thank you. And when you're wearing your new... BTA shirts. You can start. You can listen to my recently released brand new acoustic EP, The Reimagining Volume One. Um, it's available everywhere. So if you want to stream it, if you want to download it, whatever you want to do, however you consume music, and I hate the word consume, however you like to enjoy music, um, I just encourage you to share it freely and spread the love. Yeah, and if you love it enough to buy it as a gift for a friend, I know uh, some of Marcio's uh, fans have been doing that lately. Uh, I would encourage you to do that also. Yeah, absolutely. That makes me smile extra wide when someone likes enough to share it. Joining us this week out of California is Brie Noble. Brie is a musician, entrepreneur, and speaker, and she's the host of the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast, founder and CEO of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast, as well as being a music business trainer and mentor. Brie draws on her experience running her own music business to train and mentor other female musicians, with her goal being to demystify and simplify the business side of music for her clients. Kind of what we want to do here. We're excited to hear more about Bree's story and the advice she'd offer to musicians and music industry professionals. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Bree. Thanks, guys. I'm super excited. I love your guys' format. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You've just melted it's just us so already. Not, it's so not boring. Thank you for that. Although, Yay! Yeah, That's that, exactly what we're going for, not boring. Although that intro maybe I think that intro was a little boring today, Roz. We're, you know, a little bit of, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, M-A-R-C-I-O. 
that was on you. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, since we're so awkward all the time, anyway, um, we want to make you feel a little awkward because that will just make us feel a little bit better. So tell us three things about yourself that everyone should know, Brie. Okay, so number one is that I live in the mountains 20 minutes outside Yosemite National Park, which is wonderful. Um, secondly, I started my career actually working as a director of finance for a top 15 opera company, which was an interesting experience. And thirdly, I am a total 80s music geek. I grew up in the 80s and you can ask me most 80s music pop trivia and I could probably answer it. Okay. I've got, a, cool. I've got a little trivia okay. for you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> put out a experimental song with this title, I Before E Except After C. Uh-oh, I don't think I know that one. I, I said pop. Are you getting like pop. way indie on me? Okay, I don't uh, know this one. I don't know. I think th this should be. <clears throat> Are you sure it's A-E's, Marcio? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah? 100%. Okay, oh, I don't know. I don't know yes. the answer. Yes. Yes. Okay, I do know that Yaz is fronted by Alison Moyet. I can, okay, I, can I didn't know that. that but you did it. Oh, there we go. I grew up go. listening a lot about like Alphaville, Yaz, that kind of the Cure, um, mm, Depeche Mode, the a lot Smiths, of that stuff. Smiths, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. When I was, I'm talking like when I say grew up, I mean like I wasn't in five yet. That's how early my experience was with music. My aunt would play that in the car, and I just fell in love with music. It was amazing, amazing. Uh, but yeah, cool, awesome. Let's jump right in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's jump right in. Let's do um, it. Dive. I kind of like. I want to kind of touch on the podcast side of things first because obviously we're podcasters. You're a podcaster. No. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on what the benefits are to musicians appearing on or having their music played on podcasts, and also the best ways for them to approach shows for features. Because I think we can share some horror stories, but we want to focus on the good stuff. So, uh, like, what? How they should you know get on there. Um, okay, so the benefits really, I mean, there's so many benefits because number one, it's it's like on demand, so you don't have to worry about it not being available later. So, you know, getting your fans to like listen to something on the radio that happens at a certain time is difficult nowadays because people are busy. But with podcasts, obviously it's on demand. It lives online forever. It can be on all kinds of different platforms. You know, people can listen to it, you know, whenever, wherever they want. So that is a huge benefit to me. And then if you're on a show like mine, the Women of Substance Music podcast, there are other artists on there that are also promoting it. So you're getting the benefit of all those other artists sending it out to their fan base. And, you know, we feature all female artists. So there might be people in those people's fan base that will enjoy your music and want to, you know, jump on your mailing list and stuff. So I think there's that. A viral ability of podcasts to really get out on social media and you know I look back at my social media posts for women of substance and those are definitely some of the most you know shared and and looked at and commented on because so many people are getting their hands dirty in them putting them out there to their community and then their community is putting it out there to people they know so that's one thing um with interview podcasts I just think it's so important for people to get to know you as an artist and to know you as a person, you know, see you as a human and not just this, you know, this voice or this like, and you know, musician that's kind of far removed from, you know, you as an individual's life. So 
you know, on interview podcasts, you can really let them get to know you, get to know your struggles and your triumphs and all that stuff and, and put your story out there because that's what people really are interested in is stories behind artists. Um, as far as getting on podcasts, I know you can use something like um, Hype Machine and look to see what other artists that are similar to you are doing online as far as blogs and podcasts. But I would just, you know, I'd go searching in iTunes. There's so many great shows. I mean, that's I know that's how I originally found you guys. I think our shows came out at similar times. And I saw know, the screenshot I, on your website, actually, cool. the new and noteworthy one. Are you and on you there? Were, I thought so. You, I'm like, you I remember you, that. I think you were number one and we were number six or something. Oh. So I was like, ah. You kicked me out eventually. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I get to know a lot of music podcasts. It's just looking in iTunes and seeing what's popular and, you know, what's new and noteworthy. But then, you know, people might not know new and noteworthy only lasts for like eight, ten weeks. And you're no longer new, even though you're still noteworthy. You yeah. are not on that list. So, you know, you have to go looking in other places in iTunes um, to find these music podcasts. But, and, and let's you know, face just, it, too, when we all start out, I mean, it takes us a while to find our feet. So, I mean, oh, yeah. So, like, I oh, kind of yeah. wish we could start now with like new and noteworthy than how we started oh, two and a half so years ago. You know true. what I mean? <laughs> so true. I was so like deadpan. I mean, I listened back to my first episodes and I just like what you were saying about, yeah, huh, like I didn't, wasn't responding to anybody, but <laughs> she's I was just like, like, she used to be now, the way we are now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 then, you know, she's gotten so much better. We'll get there one day, right? <laughs> but when I did my 500th episode, I pulled out all these um, quotes from my very first episode where I talked about, you know, it was like a pre-launch episode to explain what we do on women of substance and stuff. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I sound so boring. And I even commented on that in the show, like, listen to this clip from the very first show. Like, can you tell how much I've improved? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, I, I, both your podcasts and your business actually focus on empowering and helping uh, female musicians specifically. What prompted you to take this direction? And uh, do you think uh, the music industry has become a better place for women in recent years or a worse place? I actually really think it has become a better place. I think that because of these, you know, people like me and lots of other people that are really jumping in and, and bringing, you know, women's issues to the forefront. I really think even just having them out there and talking about them has made a big difference and really empowered women to feel like they can go out there. I think, I mean, I think the power of the indie right now has really empowered women. I think sometimes in the past, women have been stuck behind these gates that have been put up by men. And, you know, I'm not a man hater or anything, but there are definitely, I know stories from women that I've worked with that are absolutely true that have happened. But, and there's plenty of absolutely amazing, supportive male, you know, industry people out there for sure. But there have been, you know, those issues in the past. And I hope that just bringing these issues to the forefront and talking about them has made them less common. But I just decided to focus on it because I would listen to the radio, you know, I'd listen to Sirius XM or I'd even listen to like online radio and be like, why are, you know, 80, 85 percent of what I hear male? And I wanted to create a platform where women could really shine. And I loved listening to female artists. I had actually created the station originally as like a hobby, you know, just for fun, something I would listen to when, at work when I worked at the opera. And once I left that and, and got, you know, doing my own music career, I met all these amazing indie artists and I wanted to create a platform for them 
to, and I know, you know, over the years, it's been so great to hear from people who say to me, like now that they're on their third album, you know, you're the first person that gave me a chance. You're the first person that played my song. And even though back in 2008, you were a tiny platform, it was like the first encouragement that I had. And it's the first thing I could put out there and tell people I'm actually doing something with my music and help me build something. So that has made me feel amazing. As someone who juggles so many different things, so you've got your podcast, you've got your business, you've got your family, how do you manage to do so many things successfully? Yeah, like, it, must what's be, your it must be quite a balancing <laughs> act, i got to say. Yes, I mean, I didn't even mention I have two daughters, one of which is homeschooling right now. Um, they're 8 and 14. And, you know, so obviously I'm, I'm a busy person. Um, I am very big on goal setting and project oriented uh, planning and all that stuff. I use um, tools like Asana. I'm very big on, yeah, let me check these things off the list. That is really, you know. It's for Ross and I, we like going old school. We like to actually scratch. For me, I, I I like the feeling. It's very cathartic to actually scratch something off. Ah. I've got a I've got a, a book right here, and uh, for me, it's like scratch, scratch, scratch. Even if it's something, especially if it's something you really want to get off that list, you can yeah. scratch it until mm-hmm. it like rips. <laughs> That's funny. No, I'm very computer oriented, just because I run yeah. my entire business. I, I've just always. I think it's just because when I grew up or whatever, I just feel like I've always. I feel maybe people now are kind of going retro. But for me, it was right that time period where I just started doing everything on the computer right after college. And so it just works for me. But I mean, at least you have a little check mark and you get to click it and it disappears. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Someone who yeah, also sure. juggles a lot. I've got two little ones myself, two and four and a half. Some in that mm. early, those earlier stages. Um, yeah. It's it's all about <laughs> organization, really. And now, I would. I, I'm the idea guy. Now I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm as I'm as good as you as at being the organized person. <laughs> I think that's where Ross comes in sometimes, and he maybe helps me get organized. It's because of you, Ross, that I actually have a like list that I physically remember. You have a call at two o'clock. I'm <laughs> yes, sort of like yes. your and like your Skype virtual assistant sometimes, <laughs> but not so much now. That that was before. You're, since you got that book, actually, you've yeah. become way more organized. Yeah, it's so simple. But my book. wife picked me up just a planner. That's all. A simple mm. planner, and just being able to get it off my mind i mean it's still on my mind but get it off my mind onto paper <laughs> it's on paper yeah yeah and then i can get anxious when i see it on paper rather than anxious all the time it's in my <laughs> mind just being able to have that and you, you have this unbelievable gigantic list but then you break that down into more manageable uh daily tasks you know what i mean and weekly goals and that kind of thing uh, i'm not i'm not uh an expert at it by any means but it has helped and i would definitely suggest anyone out there on any end of the entertainment industry and no matter what you're doing as an artist as a business uh entrepreneur with anything organize get, get organized do anything that's going to help yourself that works for me being physical because for me it just gets lost on my computer it'll totally get mm. lost in all the stuff i have flying everywhere but uh for brie it works you know um do it definitely do it so uh, do you have any do you have any um I, I i guess i just gave a little bit of advice but do you have any tips specifically on how to juggle multiple uh, projects or commitments something very uh, actionable i guess right now let's see um i mean i i always encourage my you know new academy members to set up 90 day goals and not just set up the goals because the goals can be like looming and overwhelming, but go through and actually figure out what action steps you need to to take to do those things and then calendarize them or put them in, you know, your planner or however you want to do it. Um, I also like to block off like 
time periods on my calendar for doing specific goal-related things. So if it's something you need to do every day, you know, like if you have a songwriting goal and you want to spend 30 minutes or an hour a day songwriting, put that actually on your calendar because it's so easy for that to get pushed to the side. And then for me, yeah, I like, I need to do I like that long more. blocks, you know, I like long three hour blocks of things. If I'm creating a course or, you know, I'm, I'm preparing for a training or whatever it is, you know, I need to have, I need to feel like I've got space around that thing. And you have to actually create that space in your calendar. Or it won't happen naturally. Brie, I'm the exact same way, particularly with songwriting. And mm. it, that's really faltered over the last year because it's been hard for me to block off that time. But really, that should be the number one priority as an artist. It really should be. And yet all the administrative stuff and everything else is yep. taking priority. And it's because, you know, that's one of the downsides is, you know, I've got that all written down. I've got to do this today. I've got to do this today. But I like what you say there, just blocking off a large chunk of time and just saying nothing else goes in this window except for this. I'm going to yeah, use and that. Don't be, don't be stopped by, I mean, so many people I talk to are like, well, I only write when, you know, inspiration strikes or whatever. I'm feeling creative. Like that is not how it works. I mean, you can write like that, but you're not going to get very, be very productive. You need well, you to know, it's interesting have you time say every day. It's interesting you say that because we've had, we've had a lot of people on the show that say that, but we've also had a handful of people who've gone the other route where it's, it's, they only write when inspiration and that, that actually works for them. But I see a large amount of, and that's kind of how I work too, but I've seen a large amount of people too that come in and they write no matter what. Um, I can name off a whole bunch of past guests we've had on that, that basically they write and write and write and write. And then they take from that what's actually good. (laughs) Well, and I think that if you write and write every day, even if it's just for 30 minutes, then the good stuff will hang around in your mind and you then you'll be inspired to go work on that more. That's kind of how I work. I like how you say that. That's a little bit, di- that works in my mind. Just to kind of to get mm-hmm. that, kind of just work that muscle. Just saying that yeah. work the muscle and then that stuff sticks around. Then you really dedicate the time to that particularly. I like right. that. Are you ready for 20 questions? I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> Coffee or tea? <laughs> Coffee. Meat or veggies? Meat. Twitter or Facebook? Facebook. Indie or major? Indie. Yoga, namaste, or yogurt? Yoga. Yeah. Thumbs up. I'm doing that right after we're done. I'm doing yoga, by the way. Hot yoga or just regular yoga? Oh, I'm doing yoga with Adrian on YouTube. I don't know if that's hot or not. (laughs) Maybe it's hot. (laughs) I'll have to see Adrian. (laughs) Studio or stage? Oh, I like them both for totally different reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say stage. Education or experience? Experience. Podcasting or blogging? Ooh. Podcasting, oh, big time. Oh, by far, eh? That yes. was an easy one. East yes. Coast or West Coast? Oh, boy. We have a cabin on the East Coast, but I live on the West Coast. That's hard. I still have to go for West Coast. Mm-hmm. Talent or attitude? Uh, um, <laughs> attitude with no talent. You can do stuff, but not as much. But uh, talent without attitude, yikes. So I guess I go for attitude. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so you're bound to offend a whole group of people here either way, but Canada yeah. or Scotland? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I've never been to Scotland, so I'm going to say Scotland. Who has a greater population? <laughs> so you've been to Canada and you What's... didn't like it? Oh, <laughs> no, wow. I did like it. I've yeah. been to Montreal. I've been to Nova Scotia. That's about it. Oh, that's I've not really been Canada. To... Yeah, I know. I've never been to Toronto. 
<laughs> that Canada. No, I'm joking. Canadians, don't get mad at me. I'm just kidding. You need. It's just we're such a wide and and, and vast country. We really are. Right. It's much more, a one tenth population in America, of course, but a bigger actual land mass. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this may be a tough one. Breaking Bad or The Sopranos? Oh my gosh, that's so tough. I do have to go for Breaking Bad. Style or substance? Substance. Being that's the name say, of my radio station. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was going to say, you might be in trouble if you say style. <laughs> I know, right? Style. Whoops. <laughs> Batman or Superman? Superman. Mac or PC? Oh, I have both. Um, oh, let's say PC for now. Michael Jackson mm-hmm. or Michael Bolton? Mm-hmm. Michael Bolton. <gasps> I love Michael Bolton. Yeah. It's the, the 80s bolt. hair, isn't it? Totally. She picked the bolt. Just one more reason to get the bolt on the show. Celine Dion <laughs> yes. or Marilyn Manson? Celine Dion, for sure. Whale or Kale? Mm. Kale. Bette Midler or, because it rhymes, two and a half years of this, Ross, because it <laughs> yes, rhymes, <I> know. <laughs> or the Riddler? <laughs> Bette Midler. And your final question Cue drumroll is... here, if we could afford sound effects. <laughs> Ross or Marcio? Oh, okay. I have a hard time with this because I don't know. I, I love Ross's accent. So that's a good good point. Yeah, that's why um, my aunt picks him over me. My <laughs> own aunt. My own aunt Carla. This whole weekend. Oh, that's whole weekend I, I saw family this weekend. And um this whole weekend. There was so every every time I just didn't do something to her standards, it was well. That's why Ross is my favorite. Well, that's why Ross <laughs> is my favorite. Well, that's why Ross is my favorite. I'm like, mm. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Ross, but I can't possibly choose. It's not fair. But well, I, you just I, did. I, choose, <laughs> I choose. I chose on the accent alone. She's like, I can't possibly choose. We're not gonna <laughs> choose Ross. But I'm choosing Ross. <laughs> so now that now that I've I've lost here, I can ask you. Um, <laughs> for any musician who wants to make a living from their music, what would be the most important piece of actionable advice you can offer them right now, really quickly? The most important piece of advice from me is find a mentor. Find somebody, either a musician that's a little bit ahead of you, that's on the path you want to go on, or a mentor, someone like myself or any other great you know, industry rep that can help you and cut out all that time that you're going to take making mistakes. Like, why not learn from somebody that's already done it? You can get your questions answered directly. You don't have to feel so alone and you don't have to make all those mistakes and waste all that time. Yeah. Speaking of which, Ross and I have been considering doing this because, you know, we've been doing the show for two and a half years and, and we've we've been approached by plenty of people that, or we've seen a lot of mis- mistakes people have made and we've made a lot of mistakes. That's something Ross and I are considering. Um, and we just want to say to our, to our listenership, if that's something that you're interested, let us know. Cause we'd love to start offering, um, kind of one-on-one, um, help to people. I think that we, we do the show because it's, we're, we're here to help and we just want to continue that. For sure. Very cool. For sure. And Brie, as someone who's interviewed hundreds of women in the music industry, is there one piece of advice that you find that crops up time and time again uh, that you'd like to pass down to our audience? Or um, maybe what's the best piece of advice you've been given from a guest? Hmm. I think one that I hear all the time, because I always ask, like, you know, is there a time in your career that you've you've struggled and can you talk about how you push forward? And most of them say, like, I have an existential crisis about my music career once a week at least. 
So uh-huh. I think it's important to know that if that's happening to you, it's totally normal. Like, you know, it's a hard business and it takes a lot of hard work, but you know, so is anything that's worth doing to me, like being an entrepreneur is difficult. It's not easy. And being a musician is not easy. Being anything in the creative arts, I think is hard, but know that you're, you're there for a reason. And if you really have the talent and the drive, you should keep doing it. And usually from what I hear from, you know, people that I talk to, whenever they have one of those existential crises and they think they're about ready to give up about 10 minutes later, something amazing happens. So Always. push through it. Always, it's so right? strange. Yeah. It is so unbelievably strange. I don't know why that happens, but it's so strange. But you know, if, if that doesn't, it's, it, sometimes it's not so apparent, but you just got to pull yourself out of it mm-hmm. really. Cause I can, I, I, I can just speak from my own experience and I feel like in a way as I, when I, once I had children in some ways I became more motivated, um, <clears throat> You know, and, and more efficient, as I'm sure you can uh, relate mm-hmm. to, Bree. It's like you've got to be really efficient. It actually makes you work harder, but smarter, really. Um, but you also have those moments of like, oh, my God, like the time away from my kids sometimes. And, you know, like all these kind of guilty feelings you feel. But then it's just like snap out of it. Keep the goal mm-hmm. in mind. Stay organized. Time management. And yes. <laughs> and that's that's the way to go. Bree, where's the best place for people to connect with you online? Okay, best place to find me online is at the femmusician.com website. That's where we have our female entrepreneur musician podcast and all kinds of resources for independent artists. That is F as in female, E as an entrepreneur musician.com, femmusician.com. I love it. And you can also check out Women of Substance at WOSradio.com. We take uh, submissions of music from indie artists all the time and we're doing lots of fun stuff over there so check it out man it sounds like she does a podcast or something She's maybe just like, <laughs> you know, I might think about starting right on one Awesome. And as for us, uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and YouTube. Uh, don't forget to visit our website and pick up one of our shirts. Or two, or there. three, or five, or ten. Why as not? many as you want until we run out of stock. And <laughs> as I mentioned earlier, my brand new acoustic EP, The Reimagining Volume 1, is now available everywhere. Um, people really seem to be digging this one. Um, I'm digging it. Sound, I said that as if people aren't digging Loki's it. Loki's digging it too. Yes, there we go. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm really getting uh, extra incredible feedback about this one, which uh, it makes me very, very happy because it's my first release in over four years and my first all acoustic EP in a decade. So, well, sorry, my first solo release in over four years. I, I did do that midnight soundtrack thing between there. But anyways, I am currently working on my second full-length solo album and you could be a part of it at marcinavelli.com slash pledge lots of cool rewards and fun exclusives going on there uh, follow me on twitter facebook instagram spotify and patreon which are all my name marcinavelli i'm not going to spell it out again as for me, I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment, and you can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi, and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. This episode was brought to you by 30 Roses, a virtual assistant and consultant to musicians and other creatives, as well as Chris Keaton, Joe Centenary, Buck Naked Soap Company, I can't speak, Music Entrepreneur, HQ, and Social Surge. All links are in the show notes, so do check them out because they keep this show alive, truly. They do. And if you want to uh, 
being a sponsor of the show, be one of those awesome people, just visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. Uh, like we said earlier, we've recently updated our rewards, which now includes some sponsorship at the start of our interviews, as well as an opportunity for you to co-host an episode and jump on a live stream with us. Um, so make sure to subscribe on YouTube and iTunes so you don't miss any episodes and leave us a comment and let us know what you think of the show. Bree, what an honor. You are awesome. You're a rock star. I don't know. You're many different things. But I do want to thank you for coming on and chatting with us and offering uh, some very wonderful advice for, I think that's going to help uh, people that are tuning into this. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you guys today. Even though you picked Ross. (laughs) That's why it was so awesome, though. Yeah. (laughs) That's why it was awesome for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. See you later, Bree. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.